All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Transformability Podcast. And like I said on Twitter, the manhood dream has come true. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're wondering why this podcast is so beautiful right now, it's probably because of my guests to my right. I got the lovely Maya Romero in the building, one of my greatest people that I've ever met. How are you, my dear? I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. How are you, love? I am well. Thank you for, again, allowing me to do this. And, you know, I know you've had your little situations going on, but I'm honored that you can kind of clear the air with me and let the people know that you are coming back strong Mm -hmm. on this podcast. So with that being said, like, how do you get started with like camming and what you do for like a business purpose? So um, I actually became employed by a studio um, at first. Um, I was working for my boyfriend at the time. My boyfriend was like, hey, have you ever heard of OnlyFans? Have you ever heard of, uh, you know, camming? Do you know what camming is? And I was like, I do. And I'm not really interested. I had my own thing going. And I definitely had my preconceived notions about the industry, like as someone outside looking in. And um, I eventually took the step to decide to work for my boyfriend. And one day I realized, oh my gosh, I am building this community. I'm building something so much bigger than I am and I'm not getting any credit for it. I'm not receiving my, my dues for it. I'm not you know, getting anything out of how much that I'm putting in, but I definitely fell in love with the community, with the people that I was meeting, with the ability that the industry gives you as a person. Um, I definitely fell in love with that and just realized like, oh my God, I need to go solo. I have to go solo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, it was like, I describe it as like watching like everything that I could have dreamed my career to be like inside of a, a glass box. Like it was just so close, but I couldn't quite get to it. And um, I went solo. I came back uh, June 14th of last year and um, started my solo career. Dope. So, um, I don't know how much of this you want to touch on, but uh, you have been on countless uh, social media accounts and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure you are aware that this industry isn't so creator friendly. And, Mm -mm. you know, we've all been through like our suspended accounts and whatnot. So from, from your perspective, like, is it the fact that you have the fan base and the freedom to do what you want to do in terms of like having to keep coming back and still provide a way for people to contact you? Or was there ever like, man, there's too many blocked accounts. I don't even know if I should even entertain this ever again, because it's just the way that the way that Instagram and Facebook work. Yeah. So honestly, I have, I have this like persevering nature in me to a fault. Like, and like, I will make myself look super dumb to the point where I will, if you knock me down, like I will stand back up again and be like, all right, guess we got to restart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never really been, it's just kind of been like, fuck, like we were so close. We were so close. Like my last Twitter account, like I was so close to reaching 1k and then it just went bye-bye. And I, in my head, it just, it's, it reads more to me like, I'm on the right path. There are so many blockages in the way. I'm on the right path. If it was if it was easy, then it wouldn't be what I was meant to be doing. It wouldn't be something that would be worth it in the long run. Right. 
I mean, I've seen you from I we've been friends since December, so like mm -hmm. I know what you mean by that. But to me, it's like if my accounts kept getting blocked or you know whatever because of the content, I'd be like, am I still doing the right thing by creating mm -hmm. another thing? Because as soon as I post something, it's like, oh, this might be grounds for deletion. So. I think mentally, that's where I'm trying to get to. Like mentally, does it really mess with you when it's like, I want to put content out, but it's like, I know this is probably going to get banned. Um, no, I mean, I kind of say it as I have a good friend that says my entire existence is I'm a walking terms of service violation. So it's basically like, yeah, I'm going to keep making accounts and I'm going to keep uh, developing my fan base and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep restarting because obviously i have something and even though it's not accepted on the platform and like you know like even though everyone has like every woman has breasts if you show them too much you can get your account deleted stuff like that it's just like fuck it make a new one get back up got you got you i mean with everything you do on these platforms like i think what i want to let my viewers know is who is maya when she's not in front of the camera and how much of Maya do we actually see on camera? Like, is there a difference between the two? I know what you're saying. Um, there is literally, I make jokes all the time saying like the only reason why I go by Maya is because of the safety risks of going by my real name. And that's it. If I could go by my real name, I could, I would. Right. Um, I think I've, I've made several posts. Um, so my OG fans do actually know my real name. I have posted it before. I'm not really, I've always really kind of been this person of like authenticity and realness. And I've, I've hardly ever had a fear in this industry um, just because I've just not allowed the things that I should be scared of to scare me as much as they should, if that makes sense. Um, because I truly believe like when you lead a, a positive life, when you lead trying to be the best version of yourself and all of that stuff. It, it definitely genuinely doesn't matter if it gets out who you really are, if you really are who you say you are. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely when the cameras are off, I really think the only thing that I try to do is um, I'm a little bit nicer on camera than I am off camera. <laughs> I think, I think I just have a little bit of a, a nicer demeanor. I think my friends can definitely attest to that. Um, I do get a mm -hmm. little, a little feisty, um, and, um, other than that, um, off of camera, I sing, I write songs, I make music. That's pretty right. much what I do when I'm, when I'm not making content, when I'm not active on my socials, I'm, I'm making music. Very true. I was going to get into that mm -hmm. a little bit later, but being that you touched on it, like, is that kind of like the way you are kind of a chameleon in a way, because, or is what you do with camming and everything like is this going to be the end goal or are you using this as a business to front the music side of it and then put camming aside like where do you see yourself in the future um, because you can do so much and i've seen you already do so much but it's like is camming your end goal or is music your end goal at the end of the day um I've definitely idealized the idea of having a happy medium because, um, I mean, I've gotten, I've gotten so 
much love and motivation and guidance in this industry that um, I don't ever want to leave it. I don't ever want to not be a content creator. I don't ever want to not be a cam girl. Um, and, you know, as life develops and, and, I, I, and as I develop as, as a creator and as a personality and as a brand, um, I do expect perhaps maybe um, camming and OnlyFans and content creation might be falling on the back burner, but it will definitely never, never go away um, as far as where I'm sitting right now and how I feel about um, everything. Um, I'm definitely not planning on leaving the industry. Um, if anything, I'm planning on just becoming like the jack of all trades, wearing mm -hmm. as many different hats as I can. Like I want to be, I want to be a singer songwriter, cam girl and business owner and you know, all of these things. Right. Right. I mean, like I said, uh, we know each other since December, you know, mm -hmm. I know that there is a potential movie in the works. So, I mean, can you talk about Pornado a little bit? Because I know that you are going to be involved in that and like what, not giving too much away, like what is, what is the role of your role going to be like? Mm -hmm. So I'm sure your friends, um, you're familiar with our friend, Autumn South. Absolutely. Um, so I love that lady. I'm so excited to work with her. Um, she's gorgeous. I am going to be basically her, her little sidekick, her little partner in crime. Um, emphasis on on the the stature. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be um, her little sidekick. Um, picture me, Pandora Vega. It's on the website. That's the name of my character. Okay. Um, Pandora Vega from the Pan Nebula. It's going to be so much fun just being um, a quirky little sidekick. I'm really excited. Um, I've heard a lot of the ideas and just expect a lot of good music. The writers have a great music taste. So a lot of good music. Um, expect a lot of really funny jokes. Uh, a lot of really, really good innuendos. Um, it's really, really cheeky. I love it. Uh, and also, you know, in the spirit of it being named after, you know, Sharknado, expect mm -hmm. a lot of cameos too. So with that being said, I don't know if you know that somebody that we mutually know took over the writing mm -hmm. of the actual movie. So I I guess this is going to be the first time I'm going to actually say something. But there is a chance that the person you're talking to will be in the movie as well. So, Woo! you know, fin fingers so crossed I might be making my uh, acting debut your acting and, debut, I love it. Yeah, that might be awesome. But going back to you, and I mean, we have to basically address everything that's been going on with you. Uh, there was a situation where a certain website, I guess, kind of banned you, or there was some information that was, you know, let out to the public when you didn't um, expect it to. Just kind of mm -hmm. guide us, guide my viewers through that, and like why the why the rebirth of, you know, why are you rebranding as Maya and like what people can expect differently from the Misty character to who you are today? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, um, due to a severe miscommunication and just a lot of poor judgment calls, um, mm -hmm. 
I did end up losing uh, my account on the major site that I was working with. Um, the site, you know, we had, I had been on that site for over a year. And unfortunately it was due just to um, a lack of records keeping on, honestly. Um, I mean, I've done everything that I can to try to get that account back and um, I haven't heard anything back. So, you know, I've unfortunately just separated um, from that site and I've moved on to working with Chatterbait. Um, I've had an amazing experience on Chatterbait so far. Um, it's been a real pleasure working with um, them, especially after getting to speak to them at Exotica, you know, they're, they're people. Right. I'm sure you remember Ella and all of them. Um, right. And yeah, and unfortunately, as far as the, um, the information leak goes, uh, it was definitely a shocker. Um, there's a lot of things that happen in just like a split second that just change everything sometimes. And especially in this industry, like it's so fast paced. Mm -hmm. Things can happen in just the blink of an eye and, and it's just like, oh my God, that just happened. That information is now public knowledge and right. it's, it's out. And that's kind of like the major point um, behind like my whole movement of being authentic and being truthful and honest and not really right. having any hands behind my back or anything up my sleeve because um, in this situation, it definitely benefited. I didn't have, I don't have reasons to lie. I don't have reasons to twist truths or anything like that. Um, and when the truth comes out, cause it always does, that will be probably the one thing a lot of people will be looking at. And that's just the one thing that I think is the most important is just being able to stand by and own up to what you do and what you say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like with this rebirth of like the character, like, mm -hmm. Is it, do are you doing things different now? I know you're on Chatterbait, like you said, but are you moving different? You know what I mean? Like, what is yeah, the difference? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like my time as Misty um, prior was definitely a really, really rough learning experience of a lot of really hard lessons really fast. Yeah. Um, and I am definitely someone that encourages like, there needs to be more love in this world and there needs to be more, more helping hands up. And, you know, like, I feel like we're punching down a lot. Um, people, you know, you know, you know what I mean when I say punching down, yeah, you know, there's yeah. people, there's people who are punching down at people who are already going through their own things. Like, of course, um, pick, like, it's like that whole, like pick on somebody your own size mentality. Right. And it was definitely something that I experienced firsthand um, in my first couple of months um, as a solo model and my entire career as a studio model was just definitely like you have to um, build your your community of people and you have to select the people you keep the closest to you very, very carefully and just kind of be, be determined, uh, move in silence, that sort of thing, like just keep your head down and, and push, get to, get to where you want to be and, and right. stop letting the things that are being said and the, 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 the incidents that are happening, um, mm -hmm. inhibit you from moving forward. Right. Exactly. Um, talking about keeping the circle small and mm -hmm. what you just said with like everybody kind of picking on people. Like I go through my own shit, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I go through it every day, you know, having a disability or whatever is not the easiest thing. I'm still learning about myself every single day and mm 
you know, I'm still, I'm going through something right now financially that, you know I mean? I'm at the bottom. So like I smile and I do all this shit, but like, it's not easy for me right now. So I understand what you're talking about right there. But in terms of like keeping the circle small and like having that, you know I mean? That necessary crew behind you. I mean, I, I don't think it's right for me to have an interview with you and not having to mention my other side of the greatest two people. I do have to mention Cherry. So like, I talk love about, her. yeah, talk about like Cherry and like that whole friendship and like what you guys have learned from each other because you guys are doing the exact same thing. And does one motivate the other? Shout out to Cherry. I love you. Absolutely. Um, you know, I could talk about Cherry all day. So me and Cherry go way, way back. Uh, me and Cherry actually started being friends in high school or freshman year. So we grew up in the same town. We we met each other by chance. And um, the rest is kind of history. And through the years, the, the the main thing that Cherry has taught me is, is um, people evolve and they change and they change drastically. Me and Cherry were looking at old pictures the other day and like, we didn't even recognize each other. And yeah. it was just, it's just important to have that person that has seen you go through all your phases, has seen how far you've come. You have a metric um, of this person that's like, I remember when I met you six years ago and how, how much you've grown and how much you've changed. And um, she's definitely taught me a lot about patience and kindness um, and I think I've done the same for her. We kind of just consistently like just learn from each other and just use each other as examples for how we want to be in our lives. Um, we definitely use each other as inspiration and we bounce ideas off of each other and we talk about um, plans that we have. And it's just perfect to have that person that you can just kind of click your ideas together with and bounce them off of. And you know, we're, we're planning a lot of fun stuff. She might be in my, in my area here soon. So we have a lot of fun stuff planned when we link back up together and yeah, she's just, she's been my rock. She's been my everything. I love her endlessly. Yeah. I can't, I couldn't, you know, not do the interview and like not mention her, uh, you know, my time in DC. Like I, I saw you guys always together. So, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. one soul kind of matches the other. And, you know, apart from you, Cherry was always so supportive of me and what I was doing. So I always have to shout out Cherry every Absolutely. time I can. So, I mean, with the con, because I know as soon as you guys link up, it's going to be like fire content. But like, do you guys like see yourself still doing OnlyFans down the line? Do you, would you guys, you know, be be accepting of like the mainstream like Brazzers contract or shooting for those major companies or like what is your what is your ideal would you rather stay independent or would you go major but then still do the independent thing on the side so I think that's the beauty about having a friend like Cherry is we have um well we do similar things in our careers we have completely different plans and aspirations mm -hmm. and desires so me personally um I know for sure, like I am open to anything. I am open to any opportunity this industry brings towards me. And, you know, like I kind of address it on a case by case basis. Like I am open to anything and it's uh, kind of just up to me from there. 
And as far as Cherry, I'm pretty sure Cherry, um, she might have plans. We haven't really talked about if we were going to do porn debut. I know definitely I am planning, um, I am planning a, um, a shoot here soon uh, with my very special friend, Mr. Michael Gray. Um, and he's going to be the first male, uh, content that I shoot and post. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and also any kind of craziness that happens in DC and Miami, New Jersey, I'm ready for it. We'll be there. Um, <laughs> nah, but, um, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm gonna definitely be there you know, <laughs> to run into you guys again is always going to be fun. So, uh, absolutely. I mean, going on like the music side, is there anything, you know, fans could expect from you musically that you've been working on or? Yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to the studio this Saturday. Uh, funny you should mention it. Um, and I am recording a new song that should be um, releasing here soon. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with it still, um, but I will have some songs in the works. I've been writing like a maniac. I have like my my little spiral round notebook with all the uh, the secrets to the universe in it, you know, just out here. I'm just trying my hardest. I love making music. I love singing. I love songwriting. Like it's just, it's my everything. Back so in the day, old school, like high school books just filled. I remember those days, mm-hmm. but uh, to kind of wrap this up, man, like I know you're kind of like just starting with the rebirth and, you know, rebranding yourself. But at the end of the day, like, what would you like your legacy to be in this industry or in life in general? Um, I would like my legacy to be, um, I want to change the way people think about everything. I want to, I want to be this, this agent of change. I want to inspire people to look at life differently. I want to throw different perspectives. I have a knack for putting myself in other people's shoes. I want to be able to spread this, this, um, this mentality, or at least the, the, the concept of it, even to the people who are open to receiving it, just the concept of just opening your mind and trying to see it from the other side. Cause if I'm sitting here and you're sitting there and there's a number on the floor between us, and I can sit here and tell you that that number is a six, until I'm blue in the face, but from where you're standing, it's always going to be a nine. And the only way I'm ever going to see it, how you see it, is if I put myself in your shoes and I see it from your perspective, right? right. You're never going to see a six. I'm never going to see a nine until we switch, until we try to see it from the other point of view. And you don't even have to agree with it. But the one thing I want in, in my legacy is, is just that I, I attempted to change. I attempted to change the way people think, the way people grow, the way people love, the way people interact i feel like there's a lot that could be learned from other people that's why we're all here that's the purpose of it all is we're here to learn damn what a what an answer man that that's probably <laughs> the best answer i've heard since i've been doing this podcast but um it. to wrap it up like completely like where could the people find you on socials or is there any like last message or like any advice you would give to somebody who is trying to transform their ability in life. Absolutely. So um, 
You can find me on, I made it really easy. You can find me on every social media you can think of on off the top of your head at Maya Romero 55. Um, if you punch me in any search engine, I will pop up. I'm on Chatterbait, Sex Panther, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, all of like, trust me, the list is, it's huge. Um, and um, my final message to those um you know, with my, with my, my own mission and everything like that, transform your ability. Um, the one thing I have to say is, um, it is possible. Um, you can, you can be that agent of change. You can wake up in the morning and you can decide enough is enough. I want something to be different. You can achieve like your, your wildest dreams. You just have to have the conviction within yourself. Uh, anything is possible. Absolutely anything. Um, and it's just, it's just believing in, in, in the conviction. It's the, the, the grind, it's the, the hard work, it's the tough decisions, it's the loss, it's the survival, like all of it. If you put your mind to it, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Correct. Damn. Uh, shit. I mean, with that being said, man, I mean, I think that's a wrap. Ladies and gentlemen, Maya, I love you. Thank you for letting me do this. I will see you guys next week. I will post her links down below. Uh, we definitely got to talk about that Twitch situation because I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know. It, you might, were on... be, it might be in the works. It might be in the works here soon. I didn't even know you were on Twitch. But, guys, it has been a wrap. Maya, again, I love you. I will see you soon. Guys, I will see you next week. Be out.